Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. And now another presentation from after further review of a of the teams in the National Football League. Now we're back here on 88.3 WCTs after further review of the NFL preseason previews with your man, David the Man of God Harris. Also, Frank Vashner as the voice now. Had to improvise a little bit. Not bad for an improvisation of it. Mm-hmm. Also, congratulations to um, Mr. Mullen as he is now the PA announcer over at University of Toledo taking over for Anthony Bellino. Did, I want to say, didn't he do some uh, PA at Toledo a few years back? Mm-hmm. He was before Bellino. That's what I, that's what I thought, because I was like, wait a minute, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. And, good for and, him, though. And he filled in when Bellino couldn't do it. Yeah, he's, yeah, good for him, though. Yeah. All right, David, you're up. We did the NFC East. Now we're going to be doing the AFC East. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting with the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, and the New York Jets, the team that everybody is talking about. Man, what a difference a year makes. They end up picking up that man, Mr. Rogers, in the neighborhood, so to speak. And uh, basically, let's see here. Let's see what you picked last season. Um, as you did a pretty good job with that. And let's see how they actually ended up doing in, in the AFC East. You had it last season that the Bills, if they lose to the Lions or Bears, he will wear the horse's head. That's what he said last year. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo went 13-3. and and I believe that they didn't end up losing to any of those teams. So the horse's head stays put in my closet. Correct. <laughs> David had it where the Jets would go two and fifteen. He was wrong. They actually ended up winning seven games. Miami ends up winning, going six and eleven. That's what that's what David said. Miami ended up going nine and eight. Uh, New England eight and nine. New England actually went eight and nine. Bing, bing, bing. But they ended up in third, and Buffalo ended up going thirteen and three. And he had the Bills going sixteen and one last year. Wow. Basically, you picked the Jets to be last. They were last. Miami and New England switched but you got New England's record on the nose and Buffalo got number one so you got the predictions right a little bit just the records are a little off that's all but good yeah, job I mean good job you can't win them all no I can't win them all but kind of certain trends you didn't really know what to expect with the Jets true true um, true 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 Gardner kind of exploded on the scene really made that defense come alive and 
I mean, the Jets' offense was enough, and I said that last year. Because we are all like, no one knows what to expect from Zach Wilson. And as we saw, Zach Wilson is trash. No. So. This is the reason why sometimes I don't take calls on the show. We, we, we were talking previews, but Cody wants to know about fantasy football. We, we can get to that, you know. <laughs> it just kind of derails the show, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and pl- plus, I'm t- I'm taking a year off from fantasy. I've got too much on my plate, anyways. Really? You just tired of fantasy? Don't you, don't you do a fantasy draft with your buddy? You do two or three fantasy drafts. Well, right? I I basically I decided, you know what? Enough's enough. I got too much on my plate between work. Mm-hmm. Officiating football, my stuff with Friday Night Victors. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for this. So, if you're playing fantasy football, oh, God bless you. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't do anything stupid. That's all I'm going to say. Right. That is true. So, go ahead, David. All right. We'll start off like always, worst to first. And the team in the basement this year is a team that. Been so many years at the top of the mountain, but oh, how the mighty have fallen! Mm-hmm. I don't know how long Bill Belichick has left. Um, I think he'll probably retire when Nick Saban retires. Mm-hmm. I, I like. What's Nick? Matt so you think Jones? he's going to retire when Nick Saban retires? Why? Just the both correlation. Two are linked. Yeah, they they're too linked together. Like. The dynasty that Alabama had for the longest while, the, the dynasty that the Patriots had, obviously, with Tom Brady at the helm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seemed like those two are in a shirt to be linked in terms mm-hmm. of just their success and everyone wanting to, yeah, dethrone them and how it was a big celebration anytime that you can beat either of their masterminds. Um, yeah, any of their masterminded teams. Like, everyone's just like, oh, my gosh, give you the praises. Um, but, yeah, I think that era is over. Like I said, I like Mac Jones. I don't know if he is in the top half of quarterbacks. He's in that, at least, like, for me, kind of high 20s out of the 32. Yes, you bring in D.Q. Elliott, but is that going to basically turn Radmore Stevenson into a Tony Pollard type when he is coming off of kind of a breakout season where he really showed himself to be a true every down back. Is he going to get disgruntled? Like there's so many questions with just a simple addition that everyone's agrees can help take some load off of Stevenson. But is Ezekiel Elliott going to be comfortable not being the starter? And I, I, per, for with his personality, I don't know if he is. Yeah, but Belichick also tries to get players past their primes. I mean, besides Randy Moss, you had Chad Johnson. Who else? You getting Zeke Elliott? I mean, this is basically part of his ammo. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't know what to expect out of the Patriots' offense because you're putting so much pressure now on. Both Stevenson and even more on Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is like, fam, I'm trying to still figure out my place in this league. Mm -hmm. And so now, obviously, granted, if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL, you are expected to perform well. And if you're giving a first-round pick, you're supposed to be the guy. 
And if you're the heir apparent of Tom Brady, you're supposed to live up to all the expectations. I'm just curious and hopefully, hoping that he does not crumble under the pressure in this season with everything around him. Mm-hmm. But I think, you think the Patriots so? Take, yeah, I think I think Patriots take a big step back this year. Mm-hmm. And I have them at 6-11. and 11. Mm-hmm. So Patriots are 6-11. and 11. Okay, cool. Yep, yeah, keep going. Next, We'll go down to South Beach and the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. For as much speed as they have at the wide receiver position, we're all wondering if two is going to make the season. Mm-hmm. Like, we all were irate last year, and rightfully so, when this man was one concussion away from, I honestly think, not being able to walk again, mm-hmm. much less play football. Like, the the medical facility and it was a whole conversation last season and the off season about player safety and similar thing with Jalen Hurts as I mentioned in the last segment. As Tua goes, the Miami Dolphins go mm-hmm. because this offense is built around Tua's ability to extend plays and mm-hmm. use his legs. Right. And yes, they have. A great defense, yes, they have great skill pieces, but Tua, yeah, I, I just hope Tua makes the season, makes it through the season in one piece. Like, I really do. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins are at nine and eight, but if he gets a concussion, mm-hmm. I, I think he has to retire. Like, because it's, yeah, concussion. if he gets too many, yeah, well, he does. And it's a bad look for the NFL as well if he doesn't if he doesn't get that worked out. Yeah, like I know that even it was mentioned last season. You know the kind of the Polynesian like the heritage and the mentality of like if you can still walk, you can still play the game. But Mm -hmm. at some point, we have to take the helmet away, and I don't want to derail this into a player safety conversation. But all eyes are going to be on Tua Tagovailoa this year, Mm -hmm. like. If there's any late hit, any rough in the passer, any kind of contact, because remember, in the game against Cincinnati, it was just a tackle and the way that he hit his head, mm-hmm. and it was boom. So, like, we're praying that the, the Dolphins medical staff that should have all got thrown in the jail and, like, the key lock behind them or fired at least, mm-hmm. like, they're aware of that. And hopefully the helmet that they added with all the padding for mm-hmm. his sensitivity for the concussion. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, that, it'll be crazy to see that. Yeah. And we'll come back to New York State for the top two teams. Mm-hmm. We'll make we'll make a stop. What? Well, yeah. I guess technically New Jersey because Jets are in the Meadowlands. Meadowlands are in Jersey. Even though the, the New York Jets, yeah. So I think the Jets obviously bringing in Aaron Rodgers, night and day difference than Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that with that, bringing in Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. they pair with Brees Hall, who Brees Hall before his injury was looking to be a steal. Mm-hmm. That defense, so dynamic and young and aggressive and hungry. I, if leaps and bounds, I don't want to say it's 
Super Bowl or bust because it's the New York Jets and the Jets haven't thought about Super Bowls since Broadway Joe literally 60 years ago um, or 50 years ago, whatever the Broadway thing was. Um, but yeah, this this might be the best window that a New York football team has had since the Giants went to the Super Bowl with Eli Manning. Wow. Okay. Like, like again, barring injury or barring Aaron Rodgers needing to do uh, Vision Quest, mm-hmm. I think I think the Jets are primed to compete with the Bills at the top of the division. Mm-hmm. I have I have the Jets going twelve and five. Mm-hmm. And dang, the Jets twelve and five. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy to think the Jets being a lock for a playoff push. But mm-hmm. yeah, if this team can stay healthy at the quarterback position, at the cornerback position, or what well, really just across the defense. Because mm-hmm. last year it was the defense team. Yeah. And if you give them an MVP quarterback with a lot left to prove mm-hmm. and a lot in the tank and let's just call a spade a spade, a heck of a lot better offense around them than what he had in Green Bay. I I don't see why Aaron Rodgers can't be a dark horse MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. But you how much? One, but of course, David, I think you alluded to this. How much does he have left? And, and the thing but, is, he everyone seems like oh, we got to get better weapons for Rodgers, and then he decides to take a lot of his buddies from Green Bay, like Randall Cobb, with him. Him. So I'm starting to think that there is too much of a loyalty complex in there. Well, I, I think the thing with Cobb is like he's an older veteran wide receiver. Him being in, I think that's more of a locker room leadership veteran presence more than I think a contributor particularly on offense. I think maybe special teams will see Cobb mm-hmm. kind of contributing. But yeah, I think Randall Cobb and we've seen it with a lot of times with veterans coming kind of with a veteran quarterback that has a rapport relationship, but also just being a mentor. Because if you look at that, also if you just look at the Jets wide receiver room outside of Garrett Wilson, who else do you really trust to be a weapon? I mean, I know, you know, Max own Corey Davis. Um, but yeah, like, do you really trust do you really trust the wide receiving room in New York? Can you trust the wide receiving room in New York? Mm-hmm. Even with um, even with last year, it was there were opportunities and the wide receivers were dropping targets. I know Aaron Rodgers also likes throwing to the tight ends. Mm-hmm. And like there are, I don't want to say great, I didn't on the Jets roster. They're, they're serviceable, but yeah, I think it's more just having that veteran mentor. Like, hey, hey, young kids, let me let me impart some life wisdom into you. Let me give you some life lessons. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Randall, what Randall Cobb's role is going to be. But yeah, you never know. There could be a midseason trade where someone wants away, and the Jets are like, hey, we'll take them, or, or even similar to Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook is coming in 
to be more of a mentor than the lead back over Brees Hall. Wow. Okay. So doing a recap, go, go through it. All right. We have the New England Patriots at 6-11. and 11. You basically wishing that so that Belichick retires, huh? I actually I think he's done after this year. You think so? Yeah. I don't want him to retire, but I don't know if Bill Belichick wants to go through another rebuild no. at his age. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we'll miss the press conferences. Yes, we'll miss the hooded, yeah, <laughs> the hooded sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. Yeah, but going back to some of those moments, I'm not sure what my favorite was. They were on to Cincinnati, or where Brady was suspended, and he says, "Look, I told you what's going to happen." And someone kept asking, he just mutters, mm-hmm. "Jesus Christ!" under his breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll miss the yeah we'll miss the tidbits and obviously press conferences. Everyone loves um, being around Bill, but yeah. I think, like with anything, can't coach forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, his kids, you know, when the, he wants to go home, he wants to enjoy retirement, or, you know, just hang out. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Patriots at 6 and 11, Dolphins 9 and 8, Jets 12 and 5, and then. The circle of the wagons, Buffalo Bills, reigning atop the division at fourteen and three. <laughs> so fourteen and three. Actually, how did Buffalo? I, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, how did Buffalo end up with sixteen games? Was that the Demar Hamlin game where they didn't finish it? Yes, you are That's right. What I was thinking. I was like, wait a minute. So you got them at fourteen and three. Jets at twelve and five. Miami at nine and eight. Yes. And then New England at six and eleven. Yeah, and and hopefully with the Bills, there are no more scary injuries like that. Obviously, we're we're. I'm surprised that no one has even mentioned about trying to play that game. I think the Universal, like, if you guys play this game, it will be a collective walkout, mm-hmm. like boycott of the NFL. But right. yeah, praying, yeah, praying that Demar is able to get back to kind of being his normal physical football self, not having to worry about injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully Josh Allen doesn't get hurt. Um, I know there was some off-season stuff with Stephon Diggs. Um, he's going to be, obviously, the focal point of that offense. Mm-hmm. And defensively, yeah, the, the Bills are going to continue to be a top-five defense. Mm-hmm. And in, in the AFC, everyone is chasing their Patrick Mahomes. But I think the Bills... Or a clear second face or second place in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Like as much as I know, people are going to say, "Well, you're just hating because the Bengals and Joe Burrow." Blah blah blah. If Joe Burrow gets hurt, Bengals are back to irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, I think this is Buffalo's window. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I see, I see Josh Allen. To Patrick Mahomes, as I see Peyton Manning to Tom Brady, mm-hmm. like great, but head to head against another great guy that keeps beating you. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
maybe this is the first time that Josh Allen's ever been compared to Peyton Manning in that capacity. So, Josh, if you're listening, big fan. Take that with all the respect. But, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is just goat level right now. Right. That is true. Okay. Cool. All right. Frank, any thoughts on his picks? I'm pretty much in step with you, David. It's gonna be an, it's gonna be an interesting season, and again, it's injuries are a big thing, particularly in this division. Because mm-hmm. if Aaron Rodgers goes down, the Jets are back to relying on Joe Flacco, and God help us. If the Dolphins go down, it's an NFL PA legal lawsuit, and ESPN is going to run with that for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. It's going to be a fun season as always. Mm. Okay. Cool. All right. We'll take a quick commercial break. That was a good job there, David. NFC, AFC East previews. Now we get into college football before at 1 o'clock where Chris Schultz will call in and we talk some Michigan high school football. Yep. Uh, what do you got on that before we get into college football? What, what, what you talking all of Michigan? or No, just pretty much our all the teams we cover on Friday Night Victors. Mm. We kind of go... Gonna do a little game called This, That, or the Other. This, That, or the Other. Interesting. Does now yeah. Cody is he into high school football? Uh I hope he would at least follow some of what I do, so Oh, what what happened to Greg Saylor? Uh, Greg's probably occupied right now. Okay, okay. because uh, he's getting ready for Blissfield season. I know they had their scrimmage last night. Oh, you guys start the season next week. That is correct. Okay. Will you guys do the Detroit Catholic League now that there's Toledo teams in it, or you don't cover that? Well, or that we don't the, we don't really cover the Catholic League. I mean, if are teams, you guys Catholic haters, no, 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 no. I just i th- I think it's I think it's a good league. There's a lot of good competition oh, in there, yeah, and I think mm-hmm, 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 I will say the the best game in there, Toledo Central Catholic against mm-hmm. Warren D. LaSalle. Mm-hmm. If you, I don't I don't know where that's going to be at this year, but if it's going to be down here, mm-hmm. here. I would uh, definitely want to watch that. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Central Catholic, I believe, smacked Finley last night. Yeah, it was close for a while. They were up by only one touchdown, but then yeah. they ended up. Yeah, our, our own. Actually, yeah. they got on ESPN's. Finley ended up on ESPN's top plays, number two, with that one-handed catch. Oh, yeah, I do. I did see a highlight of that. Mm-hmm. Well, the only reason I say I mentioned that game is because... Friday Night Victor's own Gary Hoff was in attendance there. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, Gary Hoff. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. Make sure you always watch us on or list, watch us on After Further Reviews uh, Facebook page, which we have it live, which Frank brings up. That's how we get people to comment on the show. Um, and then also make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WSGT's After Further Review with a picture of Frank Basher and the horse's head. And we'll always have those segments up there. Coming up next, quick shotgun run of college football. What are you guys talking about? Who's going to win the conferences? Yeah, more, probably just uh, so who wins the conferences and maybe some teams to keep an eye on. Okay. yeah, we'll Just up. pretty much sticking to the power five. All right. That and more here on 88.3 WGTs after further review.